pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Fresh off the all-out weekend. Hit the music. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? It's the weekly fashion check-in of four 40-year-old men and what wrestling shirts they're wearing. I'll go first <laughs> this week. I went with the new face of fear, an old Bray Wyatt shirt. I was digging through the closet today, and I'm like, I haven't worn this one yet in 24 weeks of programs. So I have the Bray Wyatt new face of fear. Brian, what uh, are you wearing? Well, I hope this one counts. I think it does. But since the NFL season kicked off tonight, I put my own little spin on it Last as night. I'm wearing the, oh yeah, as, as a time of recording. <laughs> so I'm wearing the original XFL, <laughs> of course, WWF back in the day. That was Vince McMahon's creation and all that. Nice. So I figured there's a good little tie-in, so hopefully you guys will allow it while it's not a true and, wrestling and, shirt. And that is the original one, right? Because there was a point where the, there was a period of time where that shirt went missing. Yes. <laughs> For like 10 years, right? No, no, it wasn't that long. I, I, It was always in my rotation. Yeah, I probably got it in 2000 or 2001 at this little shop at Penn State. And then when the reboot happened, what, two years ago now, mm-hmm. I went hunting for it. I could not find it. I was okay. convinced that my wife had thrown it away, that she was like, this rag, you don't want this. And I was so pissed. And then one day, you know, you just look in your drawer for the 10th time, and there it was. And I was like, son of a bitch. And what was fun about that time, we would all just send, send text Brian links to the new XFL store. It's like, get your <laughs> right. shirts. Get your shirts. Get the new one. Ah, all right, Kevin, what do you got this week? I, uh, running out of apparel that I bought on uh SummerSlam weekend. So, but I, <laughs> I stopped, I wanted to keep the trend going. So I wore what I wore to SummerSlam night. I'm wearing an Ahmed shirt. I'm wearing the nasty boys. It's so uh, good. It, it got me. I think I got two compliments at, uh, at SummerSlam, two compliments, nowhere near your WrestleFest amount of compliments, nope. but but uh, as with homage, oh my gosh, the softest, the softest, most comfortable shirts, and it doesn't smell like armpits. So no the, pity city the, here. No for pity Kevin's. city. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> yeah, the the WrestleFest shirt gets the most love anywhere. Awesome. I mean, whether I'm at a wrestling event, the, uh, the gas station, uh, I actually wore it on the first Jericho cruise, and I met uh, my, this dude, this dude who was we were talking to now. You know, three years later, we're, we're still good friends. What's up, John, if you're listening? Uh, Joe, bring it home. What do you got this week? Well, considering I just finished up a bunch of Zoom meetings, uh, I'm honoring Hangman Adam Page with the, yes, has been drinking uh, <laughs> shirt and cheers. <laughs> Very, oh. nice. Very nice. <laughs> awesome. I'm Let's not getting Zoom. I've been Zooming all day, so uh, I definitely am enjoying this Zoom compared to the other boring ones. Well, it's early. Um <laughs> all right, so here's the deal. If you've been following us on social media or you listened last week, you know we all were together for the first time in almost two years. And we are going to get into All Out. But first, um, Brian, you had some health issues. Are you okay? 
Like, this is legit serious if you're listening. We're not being dicks. Brian spent two days in a local medical facility. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're back at it. You know, I was uh, discharged about uh, six hours before time of recording back here in my, my lovely uh, uh, Christie Land Ranch. Okay. back home but yeah yeah feeling good and uh uh i can share with the listeners that yeah i had an infection in my ankle you ever have an itch that you just can't stop scratching lesson learned kids make sure you wash your hands before you do it because if you got some dirty nails maybe that's what causes the infection that's that's a, a, a theory that the doctors have so and, if, and and as we get into the weekend we will talk about but this yeah. is how it sums up Brian's ankle looked like a watermelon with some tater tots on the bottom. <laughs> That's how swollen it yeah. was, his ankle, foot, and toe. But we will get into that uh, as we go. But before we get into our weekend together, let's talk about anything else non-AEW related. Brian, we'll, again, we'll go back to you. Uh, the big news broke earlier yesterday. Uh, yeah. Gable Stevenson, what do you got? Yeah, you know, he's been – the, the media darling the last couple of weeks since he won the Olympic gold medal in heavyweight wrestling. Well, what's his next move going to be? Is he going to go back to Minnesota? Maybe try UFC, maybe try WWE, even the NFL. He's saying I'm entertaining it. Well, the pen is to paper and really interesting. He is signed with WWE. It's absolutely official. They had a huge press release about it. Uh, saying how you know from Triple H and from uh, various members of the WWE family saying that they're so happy to have him on board. But what's the really interesting part about it is because of the name, image, and likeness agreement that started in college athletics just a few short months ago. Oh, that's act- what Neil means. That's what NIL means. Yes. Means. I had yeah. no idea until right now. Okay. Name, image, okay. likeness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because of that, <laughs> because of that, he's actually going back to Minnesota to wrestle for his senior year. So wow. that's like unheard of that. He basically has his professional job already lined up, signed, sealed, and he, he'll have some sort of they're talking about like he'll be doing appearances and promotional work for WWE while he's still in school and still going to be on the wrestling team looking to defend his NCAA heavyweight championship uh, crown, if you will. Um, so really interesting. I'm excited that Twitter was a buzz. His brother officially joined NXT, I think like two, three weeks ago. So um, he was on Twitter, like saying that, you know, they're going to be the new Steiner brothers, you know, in tag team. So nice. it's all, all down the road stuff, but, uh, but yeah, he made his choice and uh, I can't wait to see where he goes, hopefully to WrestleMania 40 in that five count a couple of weeks ago, where I yeah. said he's going to be on the card. That's what Brian's biggest thing is like, Oh my God, I'm one step closer. If we're still doing this podcast in three years, even if we're not doing this podcast in three years, I'm lighting these guys up with text. Like, I'm right. That's right. Uh, that is pretty cool, though. I mean, on you know, new world for college athletes, you know, and, and it's good. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm curious if there's going to be any kind of like he's going to train at WWE while in college or if that's not allowed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you figure if he goes and wins an, an NCAA title this year, they're going to want him on TV ASAP. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and you you said it right. Actually, uh, I'm trying to find the exact note. Yeah, listen to this, Jay. It says um, this 
name, image, and likeness deal with WWE allows him to attend Minnesota for a senior year, defend his championship, and WWE will set up a remote training facility for Stevenson <laughs> near wow. campus where he'll learn the finer points of in-ring work with WWE coaches. So I guess that's where he's going to be spending his off time awesome. in some, some little, you know, performance center in Minneapolis, I guess. Uh, yeah. And, and cool. there's going to be like a party on a weekend at yeah. Kim and his bros and they're going to be drunk. We're like, yeah, let's go to the ring. Let's go to yeah. the training center. I got a key, <laughs> me and Brock. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, they're, um, they're, so they've, they've rolled out the red carpet for this guy clearly. And I, yeah. mean, I totally get it. You know, he's, he's name dropping. Hey, I, I could be like Kurt Angle, gold medalist, Brock Lesnar. So, you know, the sky's clearly the limit. Well, it's a big uh, shoes to fill though. We'll see. <laughs> and then uh, another quick thing, um, Triple H had a heart procedure yesterday which, or uh, two days ago. And you know what's crazy is, yeah, he is, you know, professional wrestler. But motherfucker, you assholes on Twitter, I'm looking right at you. I'm looking right into the barrel of this camera. No need for the shitty comments. Vince broke his heart and he had to have surgery. AEW had a great week and it hurt. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Guy's a dad. He's a human being. He's a husband. Go fuck off if you're trying to make those jokes because that shit's not funny. But he is okay. He's uh, on the mend. Um, obviously, I don't think we'll be seeing him on TV anytime soon, but that shit doesn't matter at this point. So uh, I was pretty surprised to see that because a guy like him, you think tip top shape his whole life. So I guess you never know, you know, what's going on. So get checked if you're having any, any kind of heart issue. So but he said he was genetic. Yeah. Oh, they genetic. did say that. Yeah. That's true. Right. Okay. Genetic defect. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, hopefully everything is uh, on the mend and, you know, good to go. Uh, does anybody have anything non AEW related or should we just get into the weekend? I think we get into it. Yeah. Weekend. Drake Maverick right. returned to the 24 7. Oh, that's true. The Raw. biggest return of Headline. the weekend. Yes. Headline. The biggest Headline. return Headline. of the, yeah, I would say the biggest return of the entire weekend. Clearly. Drake wow. Maverick. Is okay. Back on the 24 7 hunt. I popped. Oh. I won't lie. I did. Go, I, I laughed. Drake. I laughed. I was, and our truth response to it was like, it's good to see you, but I got to get my baby back. Yeah. Boom. It was uh, a stupid segment, but Drake looks serious. I, I'm happy for him. Shenanigans will ensue. But that's yes. really the only highlight that was not AEW related. Well, I know the New Day did pretty well. They were at about an hour 40 of ring time on Monday, which is crazy. They had a good match against uh, one of my favorites, the Viking Raiders. So uh, we're going to move on to AEW All Out Weekend. Now, uh, you, I may I don't know if you know, but th this was the first time the four of us had been in the same place in about a year and a half. And... Uh, we all went to Brian's house in Mich uh, parts unknown, Midwest, <laughs> parts unknown. And um, so what's crazy is on Sunday, I was about 15 minutes late, but I was still the first one there, which is crazy. Um, you know, Kevin and Joe were late. But uh, the, the weekend started with uh, a photo shoot. If you go to our social media, you'll see we all have new pretty profile pictures in front of a brick wall. Uh, looks kind of like a senior picture, but, you know, much cooler. And then uh, we went to a local brewery. Brian, what was the name of that brewery again? It was uh, Baffin Brewery. B-A-F-F-I-N. Baffin. And, mm -hmm. and, and the selling point was that it was the only one open. And, uh, <laughs> but, for, but really, the real selling point was that they had a drink that it was called Macho Man Shandy Savage. 
And uh, it, it, it was it was like, all right, that, that makes sense. And then we ended up realizing all the other breweries in town were closed. So that's where we went uh, for about an hour and a half, drank some beers, hung out. Um, saw a dude in a Tony Storm shirt. Kevin, do you remember me so- telling you that? That guy at the yeah. bar, he had like Tony the Storm shirt. Dude. Yeah, by himself, who was in the mug club. Yes. The, the hunt- yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I got educated in brewery mug clubs. Uh, Kevin, can you give like a Cliff Notes version if people don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think uh, I can't remember if it was 150 or 500 they had to drink. But, you know, you you <laughs> sign up and keep a tally of how many uh, pints of beer you drink. And at the end, you are uh, accepted into the mug club. I think it was 150. So basically with Baffin, then they, you know, your your mug that you choose, there's like six or eight colors. It hangs from the rafters. So when you go in, you're like, hey, uh, mug 473, they bring it down. I saw the, really? the servers. Okay. And you had like a, a pole. Yeah. It's kind of like a hook with the, the, the claw <laughs> thingy, you know, like you're picking up trash on the side of the road. Like, and she picked one up or picked uh, the person's down and she went right to the bar and proceeded to fill it up. It was pretty cool. And there's a lot of people drinking out of them. So that nice, nice loyalty to Bath and Brewing. And there was, uh, those are deck like personally decorated, right? Like I thought I saw like drawings and shit on the bottom. Yeah. Or- they're like, I think they're, they're ceramic mug. Uh, they have like mug clubs, mostly at, at most breweries. Uh, then yeah, yeah. I, I saw a lot of, uh, it was pretty cool. Like painted on the bottom, like, uh, Very unique. Cool. And the three of you are all pretty like big craft beer guys. Are any, are you guys in any of these mug clubs or anything like that? Mm-mm. I am not. And uh, we, we should start one. I don't frequent it quite as much as I would like, but you know, yeah. the whole wife and kids thing. Yeah. Well, maybe we there's start our drag. Own. I mean, I love my family. It's probably why there's a lot <laughs> of, she's not listening. Yeah, it's, true. Not, Very true. True. it's probably why that guy with the Tony storm shirt was a single guy. At the, <laughs> yeah. At yeah. That stands to reason. Yeah. Yeah. And then there, I actually got some love. I had an old school Dudley boy shirt on, uh, go to social media at that WrestleBot. You can see the picture of us. Um, uh, a dude was like, Hey man, that's a cool shirt, which I don't expect it, you know, from too many people. Cause I really didn't expect there'd be a lot of wrestling fans there. I mean, we were the four idiots that all had wrestling shirts on walking in, uh, surprised to see the Tony storm guy. But, uh, Brian said something on Twitter, after our show went public last week, and I'm so pissed he didn't say it on the show because it was probably one of the funnier things he has said in a while. What did you call the weekend? Uh, what did you say on Twitter? So when you know, I knew that the weather was going to be good, I can do a nice setup in my backyard where I got the TV. And we have our lounge patio chairs. And we could do a fire pit and, and just make a, a cool, nice scene uh, here in my part of uh, Parts Unknown we don't get the best weather year round like uh, some of us on the show do. So when it became apparent, I said, let's uh, let's do this. We'll be outside. And uh, I decided to petition Tony Khan to rename the show all outside. And that's, that's how, what the end of the, so of the night turned out to be. Yes. And, then, and if that is why the title of this week's podcast is all outside. Now, Brian, you're a big barbecue chef. You're, yes. you, you love to cook. What'd you make? What was on yeah. the menu? We, uh, we smoked a seven pound pork butt to do pulled pork sandwiches. I, uh, hobbled my, my bum ass ankle out of the <laughs> six in the morning to fire up the smoker. And, but we got it going and, uh, we, I think I pulled it out. I think we got, I pulled out my pork, 
Um, yes, yes, I did. At <laughs> like five thirty in the afternoon, oh, after wow. we got back from the brewery. So, um, so about about you know, what's that? Eleven hours smoking or so? Twelve hours smoking? Yeah. How big um, was that pork that you pulled out? Seven pounds. It was a beast. It was, a beast. It, was it was as you would say, glorious and yes. Yeah, it was good. I, I think after the fact, actually, I looked at it some more and I was like, oh, maybe I overcooked it a little, but it is what it is. Um, it hit the spot for the night. And then also because Mr. Kevin on this show, he's anti-pulled pork for whatever oh, yeah. reason. I don't know. Um, but we did some wings uh, for they him. Delicious. And they were, Kev, you're right. I had some of the leftovers <laughs> and those were the best like smoke flavor of yeah, wings they, that I've done so far. I was like, oh, God damn. These, these whatever are chips you use, the, 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 the seasoning was good, right? Yeah, but yeah. the smokiness on, on the meat yes. was amazing. Was yeah, so I was like, ooh, okay, that delivered. So Joe yeah, and I can't delivered. comment on this because neither one of us were able to have it. So well, No, we didn't have any of the chicken wings. We just ate the, we ate plenty of the pulled pork sandwiches you guys did and your, seconds, so that's and good. your wife's cookies they were awesome oh yes uh, my, my wife uh, decided to wake up early sunday morning and say i'm gonna bake cookies for everyone because i don't want to be the only one only one of the wives not to donate something and she was basically the only wife they did think, donate, donate something but she was like I, what if someone doesn't and i just i it's it's just not polite to go to someone's house without bringing something and I'm like, but it's just us guys watching wrestling. Yeah. She didn't care. She woke up early, baked all morning. So when Kevin came over, he opened the door, and it's just basically the smell of fresh baked cookies inside the house, which is not normally like that. But when I tried them before I hit the road, I'm like, I don't think they deserve these. They're too good. I wanted to keep them all, and they're gone. How many, how many did everyone eat? I think I had about four throughout the day. I had but five. I had, but I had two in the last. 10 minutes of the yeah, paper. There, there was a <laughs> run on them at the end of the night where I was like, like I need something to snack Give me on. two of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think you had two, but one of them was the giant chocolate chip one that was dipped in chocolate. So half dipped. Yeah. Yeah. The That's half dipped one, those, those take up a lot of calories. So of course, leading up to the pay-per-view, the big story was Paul White and QT Marshall. It was the most anticipated match of the evening. Uh, last week, Brian proclaimed that he didn't care. I proclaimed that was going to be the, I go put my sweatpants on. And uh, that was exactly what happened. But no, of course, I'm kidding. It was the in-ring debut of CM Punk against Darby Allen. Who wants to talk about it? I guess I'll go first. Um, I think Darby did great. Darby uh, was the right opponent. CM Punk was for being, how long was it? Did they mention how long he was out? Seven years was it? Yeah. Um, I think it was seven. once or twice. Yeah. Once or twice. I mean, he looked like he was, he had some ring rust, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been for someone who's been gone that long. I mean, let's remember like Shawn Michaels was gone for four years and came back and looked as good. So being gone for seven years, not being training for wrestling, he had the right opponent. Darby did a lot of the work, but he uh, he held his own. I thought it, I thought it was a good showing by both guys, but mostly Darby. The long pants were were a new look. Uh, yeah. A lot of people thought that maybe that was the homage to Terry Funk and ECW, uh, potentially a Bret Hart. Had he not had his WCW run not go the way that it did. He potentially would have been the long tights guy. Um, 
because Brett is such a hero to Punk. A lot of thought people thought maybe Punk would have like the singlet top <clears throat> under the the you know with the pants, but uh, I thought it was a weird weird look for him. But if that's you know new 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 uh, new CM Punk, let's get a new look. You know the new the new merch and the figures will be out soon enough. So uh, then uh, the the match, I think that I think we were all correct when we said that the match of the night was going to be the Lucha Bros against the Young Bucks. Uh, oh, Brian, what'd you think? What'd you think of that match? Well, it, it delivered on all aspects of it. You know, again, in full transparency with my bum ankle, I know I missed uh, maybe the first third of it. And when mm-hmm. I came back, you know, Joe informed me that there was a whole lot of rest holds. So, I mean, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but no, um, it had emotion. It had insane spots. Um, yeah, the crowd was completely invested in it and it was the right call. I think it was time to move the belts onto the Lucha brothers. And I mean, yeah, it it was, it was a five-star classic. I think everybody online has been saying that and you'll hear no arguments from me. And then Kevin, you had never seen the, uh, the, the young bucks PWG tag match against Joey Ryan and Candice when uh, Candice took the super kicks with the tacks in the face. You've never yeah. seen that match, right? So no. seeing so seeing that spot in that match, what were your thoughts? I mean... Uh, I, I, when uh, the bag was thrown over the cage and it was caught, I didn't know what was in the bag, right? Opened it up and I saw the Nike kick with what? 200 thumbtacks on the bottom. I'm like, <laughs> no. So Jackson puts it on and I'm just like, you know, my mind's now going of like, oh shit, he's going to super kick, you know, people's faces with that thing. And Penta's there, takes one, uh, instantly kind of bloody. Ray takes some Penta more, like it's back and forth. And Brian, Brian brought up a good point, like right at the, right at the uh, beginning, right? Five-star match. The first time I ever saw the Bucks was when we were all together, right? One of the first yeah. times in Chicago. That was an amazing match versus <laughs> Hangman and Omega. And then we see them against Ray and Penta. And it's just, it was absolutely amazing. Like, I, I love to say that two of my all-time favorite tag matches were the Young Bucks. And I didn't, I knew of them, right? But I didn't know that much of them before AEW, except that they just were one of the best tag teams without seeing them much. Now it's just like, I want more. They don't need the belts, right? Uh, nope. But the match and, and the super kicks with the tax in it, I, I have to go back and, and try to rewatch it because I, I feel like live, it felt like it was like 30 minutes long. It felt like it went on forever. And usually when you say that, that's a negative thing, but it felt like it went on so long and it was perfect. It was an absolutely perfect match. Um, which match was better? Hangman and Kenny or this the, is, the Lucha Bros? So this got to pick this, one. It, it, oh, I, I would, I would pick, I thought you were going to say the CM Punk Derby match. I, uh, no, I would pick, we'll that. uh, just for the fact where it made me kind of cringe a little bit. I would say that cage match, that cage match was, was perfect in my eyes. Absolutely. Perfect. I'll say the other one because I was there live. I think Kenny and hangman, because we were there. Um, yeah. so then another match that, that took place that I thought was a, a fun build was Miro and uh, Eddie Kingston. It led off the pay-per-view. And, you know, Miro's the redeemer. 
And then Eddie comes out in the Redeem D's Nuts t-shirt, which is awesome. So then after the match on Twitter, Miro tweeted, your nuts have been redeemed. And then Lana chimes in, and I will redeem yours once you get home. The greatest, oh, just love that shit. For as dumb as it is, um, you know, Miro got the, the dick kick and, you know, got the win. Uh, Jericho and MJF. What do you think, Joe? I mean, it was a, you know, if Jericho lost, he was done. And with the Fozzie tour coming, I thought maybe he was going to lose, but he ended up getting the win. What'd you think of that match? I love the countdown to the end of Jericho's career to yeah, start the match great. off. Cause you thought yeah. like, Oh, is Jericho going to play off the Nope. MJF just being a jerk. It was a decent match. A lot of drama to it. The, you know, Wardlow and Hager coming out just so the refs could be there. I thought that was like a good story to tell as well, because if the refs weren't out there, you never see a match restart because the ref missed a foot on the rope. But since an outside referee was there breaking up the other guys, it, it made sense for it to happen. And of course, MGF is saying that it was all, you know, everyone's against him. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a decent match. It was what it was supposed to be. I I really thought Jericho was going to win. I didn't think he was ready to, especially as hot as AEW is now. Do you really think that a guy like Jericho is just going to stop wrestling on the hot, the show with the most buzz to just do? Well, the only reason break? it's the only reason is because of the Fozzie tour. I mean, hell, well, this is coming going, out. He's still going the, on break. Yeah, I, I know he did like three shows in Chicago last week. I'm going to see them Sunday, two nights from now, if you're listening to this on Friday. Like, the tour is coming. Kevin, you're going. Brian, you were going to go, but you got you can't go now. But, like, I thought there was a real chance he could have left, and he could have lost and, you know, went from there. But I'm glad he didn't. Um, you know, I just didn't want them to have – I didn't want the inner circle to not be a thing because you can't have the inner circle without Jericho. Yeah. Right. Uh, another, um, there uh, is one thing I wish they would have done. I wish they would have had the choir instead of the lead oh, guitar. Oh, the guitar. Yeah, yeah the, that the, did the not go well. The was bad. It didn't what work What happened out. with that? that like, that's your guitarist. <laughs> well, the crowd didn't know where to start. They didn't know where to like. So there was this great idea, poor execution. Yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. Uh, the first uh, re- <clears throat> debut, uh, the Joker in the Casino Battle Royale was Ruby Soho, FKA Ruby Riot course she won and uh i'm excited to see it now a lot of people don't know that uh, ruby was uh instrumental early in Britt baker's career in the pittsburgh indie scene so uh that's what she said that on dynamite two nights ago it is true it's not just like a manufactured storyline so uh i i thought it was cool they got the music she looks great she looks the part and um it was it was it was a, a great match. Um, I thought we were going to get Andrade and somebody that didn't happen. I'm um, just trying to think of some of the other matches because as uh, we talked about earlier in our group text, this is the least prepared I've ever been for a podcast. Uh, Brit getting back in uh, Statland. Yeah, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Fine. You know, Brit's not going to lose. Not going to lose just it yet. Was okay, it went too uh, long. It was fine. Too long, you think? I think it went too long. I think they could have cut about five minutes out of it, but it was fine. So it's like the red velvet match from uh, the first rampage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Before we get to the main event, any other things from all out that you guys can think of? 
I I just remember well, QT Marshall and uh yeah Paul White. I mean it was the most anticipated match in the history of AEW. So well, I gotta say they placed it in the right spot and it was the right amount yeah. of length. So well, actually, it was the I former. Wasn't, I wasn't offended by it. Well, it was before the main event. It was the piss break match. It's what the the divas matches used to be for WWE. So and honestly, I don't even know who won. I don't even remember anything about it. I think that's when I went to like put sweats on, grab a cookie. You know, and be yeah. on my way, but Paul I White guess we can... Paul White did win. Okay, cool. you'll be shocked cool. to learn. Yes, <laughs> wow, wow. So, the main event Christian Cage and Kenny Omega for the Impact World Heavyweight title. Now, uh, AEW title. What did I say? Impact, you said impact. Uh, whatever. Well, I guess I, yeah, okay. Um, the match was okay, but nobody's talking about the match. Yeah, everybody's talking about the beatdown of Christian Cage, which then led to the music of the one debuting Adam Cole, who I have wanted for weeks, and I pretty much got it completely right. The only thing I would have been the only thing I had said originally was that Kenny was going to lose, go unhinged, and then Adam was going to come save the day. But Adam Cole comes up. They don't know who he's with. What side is he on? Uh, if the brain was still here, uh, join the elite. <laughs> and that was the that that got me out of my seat. I literally, yeah, you guys can all. I we should have just been running like like a, a a camera just from the whole night just to show for the lesson learned for the next time in two years. Um, Brian did not get out of his seat though. We did, but Brian stayed <laughs> sitting down, lazy. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the watermelon standing in my top. mind. Yes. Yeah, watermelon. <laughs> Brian was still sitting down. Uh. And then, and then, Brian Danielson made his debut. Yeah. Now that you know, we had talked. I thought maybe the maybe they would just do one at a time. Save Brian Danielson for the Arthur Ashe show, the stadium that's coming up in a couple weeks. No, um, Kevin. What'd you think? I mean, you can go with Adam Cole. You can go with. Danielson, you can go either way. First of all, who who made the debut last? Who debuted last? Who came out after Adam Cole? Brian Danielson. Nicely done. Just just checking. Just checking. Yeah. And you can get his nice new solid white t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. It's actually at whatamaneuver.net, but whatever. Um, um, Because Sunday night, you kept calling him Brian Danielson. Daniel Daniel Bryanson. My, it's it just one of those weird things that go in your mind. One thing I'll, I'll touch base on, which, which surprise I liked more. I really enjoyed both of their music. Uh, okay. When Adam Cole came out, uh, kind of, uh, I like this band Fever 333. They're kind of mm-hmm. a little bit more raspier than uh, uh, Zach DeLaRocca from, from Rage. But it was like, it's all about that boom. And it's just like, then it kind of sounded oh, like. Oh, what's uh, that down? I thought no, that was it their, wasn't. That it was wasn't. It oh, wasn't okay, either, say, that, but I mean, yeah. it kind of sounded, it kind of sounded like the lead singer of uh, Fever 333. Uh, well, that's their I, music guy, Mikey Ruckus, that did, I think Ruckus was the one that sang the Lucha Bros out, uh, and he he's their, he's their Jim Johnson. So, nice. yeah. But yeah. It, and I've, I've listened to, I've listened to Adam Cole's new music at least 20 times on YouTube, just, just nonstop <laughs> when I was working out earlier, like, love it. And then... D. Bry. Who? 
Brian Who? Danielson. Oh, Brian D. When Play of the Valkyrie came out, and, and then you know, kind of the remix, kind of, kind of, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This, this is pretty cool. And then he comes out. I, I liked Adam Cole. I liked them both. Both amazing, right? And, and if I had to side, I got extreme goosebumps when Cole came out. But full blown erection when uh, Brian Danielson came out. I, I saw I it. Did. I, just, I saw it. Just he, he <laughs> looked. He, I saw it. They both looked the so one. happy. Visual confirmation. But <laughs> but but Brian Danielson just looked just like a kid in a candy store. Like he did. It was just amazing. And and honestly, when he stood up to him and then he he did his uh, running knee, like it got me more excited to be like. Okay, we're gonna see some freaking good matchups. It it actually capped off, made that pay per view. Both of them debuting at the end of the main event match. That's what put that pay per view into like one of the best of all time. And uh, the best thing for me was he did. He's not doing the yes. The the idiot fans yes. will. He is yeah. not doing it. And and we'll get into that in a second. Uh, Brian, what did you think of the uh, debuts? Well, it, yeah, it was Adam Cole more for me because that was still just the, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? I hadn't heard any rumors online about he's in Chicago. We saw him, anything like that. So that one was the big one to me because Daniel Bryan, excuse me, Brian Danielson has been. Come on, JR. But yeah, he, he's been rumored to be coming. So wasn't a, a shock in that sense, but I as, do agree with. As that. was Kevin when. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But no, that, that was great. Um, I, I, you know, definitely was like, wow, this is really happening. And, and it needed it guys, because at least for me, but I thought for much of the crowd in the arena, they weren't really into Christian versus Omega. I think they had hit that lull of just, they we didn't saw it see two it. weeks ago. Yeah, seen it two weeks hey, Christian ago. Christian won. We knew Christian wasn't going to win again. Exactly. Knew Omega is going to win. It just it it was an it was a good match. It was very good, but it just wasn't getting. If you want to keep building and building to your main event, I felt like it was going to fall short. And like Kevin said, having the two surprise debuts, you know, within minutes of each other, is what you're going to remember. That's what's mm-hmm. going to be the biggest takeaway from this show. I completely agree with all of that. And it, it made an amazing buzz and, and um, you know, perfect, perfect cap on the night. Joe thoughts. Well, at, after hearing Kevin's explanation of what he thought of it, it totally makes sense why he was com- passed out completely for the car ride home. Cause he was oh, exhausted okay. from all that. But <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say he Adam needed a Cole, nap. He needed yeah. a nap. He was just like, Oh, so no. <laughs> uh, baby. I don't know why I kept oh, asking for Adam a towel Cole, in, Joe's, in Joe's car. <laughs> <laughs> just um, so I thought, oh, I thought, I thought Adam Coles was a uh, bigger surprise because we knew Brian mm-hmm. Danielson was yeah. going to be joining sooner rather than later, right. especially when CM Punk said, be patient, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And I love the fact that he never put his arms up. He just put them out when he came out. So I don't think he's going to embrace the yes movement here, but he's not going to tell them to stop doing it. Well, if you go to AEW's YouTube channel, there was a two hour media scrum that happened after the event. And uh, someone had asked him about the yes. And he said, well, 
Um, if you're going to do it, that's fine. But I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm not working there anymore. Uh, it, you know, it was about intellectual property and stuff. But uh, the two-hour media scrum was a good watch, too. It was Punk, Ruby, Lucha Bros, uh, Adam Cole, and Daniel, Brian Danielson. And the, the, the fun thing about it for me, I, I used to watch Total Divas when he was on. And Total Divas, Brian Danielson, is what we're getting in AEW. He talked about how CM Punk wants to work with the young kids and I want to kick their fucking head off. And he said the F word several times. And uh, he was like, am I allowed to say that here? And, and uh, it, was, it was a great media scrum. And of course, uh, since that, you know, since Sunday, uh, a report. Now, I read a, a, what the offer was for Adam Cole to stay in WWE, going to the main oh. roster. And uh, I had heard half of the story that Meltzer reported today, though, is that uh, the, the pitch was for Adam Cole to be Keith Lee's manager on the main roster. No wonder he left. One yeah. of the best talents in the world. And they thought it would be very similar to uh, Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley a couple years ago. Holy shit. And, and don't forget about the part where they said he'll have to change his name because of Michael Cole. And they didn't want to have two Coles. Wait, did it say that? That's what I read. Absolutely. Oh, I missed that. Well, they could have just said that Adam Cole was Michael Cole's son. They were they like somebody was making the joke was like they're gonna call him like you know Panama Jack or whatever you know, the Panama <laughs> Sunset or something like that. Panama City Jack. Oh, yeah, wow. I'll see if I can I find that, that again. Maybe in the the story I well, I, it could have been like you know you when Jerry Lawler and <sighs> Grandmaster Sexay, you know that was Lawler's right. kid legitimately. They 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 had a, a storyline written right there. I didn't know that though about the name. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I read he that he would have well. been called AC Baby. That would have been the. Uh, that, I'm just making one. that up. That's, That's I'm making that one, one up. I'll say, I'll who, say this. Who would want him to stay for that? It, it would have been absolutely amazing for Keith Lee, because then he oh, would have yeah. been ex- no, extremely. He would have been way more interesting. He's he would not have to talk like yeah. a robot. Done. He'd have someone to Done. talk for him. He would have made uh, Keith Lee less boring i'll say yeah but then it would have been been, and then exactly and then adam cole would just have to become an absolute waste how much was the offer in dollars i haven't i heard a million dollars i I had read originally a million dollars that was just the manager thing i didn't know anything about the keep leaping so i don't know if one is predicated on the other or not so wow change the name yeah okay yeah yeah I, i found the quote from Meltzer. He put, quote, it was noted that Cole would probably have been given a different name so that there weren't two Coles with Michael Cole also being on the main roster. Good thing AEW doesn't do that. Cage, no, page, yeah. cage, cage, <laughs> so cage, page, cage, page, cage, so page, many page, cages. page, page, cage, page, 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 <laughs> I totally get it. Go with your friends, have fun, kick ass. And that's, that's the whole disconnect that so many fans have with NXT and the main roster and just how much um, is a waste in so many cases. And then another story came out that Kevin Owens contract is apparently up sooner than later. He has ties to Cole and the bucks. They had a 
They had a faction in PWG called Mount Rushmore. And, you know, he probably, you know, I have a feeling that he signed that extension when they were just signing everybody to keep them from AEW. And now um, odds are he's going to let it play out. But they they restructured the extension when they released everyone in 2020. And it went from April to January. Oh, so like okay. they took some months off. What I read, they took some months off of the extension uh, when they were trying to save money from uh, the April 2020 releases. And the amount, and I don't know if anyone saw it, but he had a tweet that was quickly deleted when he did the this. map coordinates of yep. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's, I think uh, he's trolling on that one, obviously. I love Kevin Owens. Love Kevin Owens. I, you know, ever since Kevin Steen on the Indies and you know, I picked up a bunch of his DVDs from the Indies and the stuff he did in Ring of Honor with with uh, Generico and the latter. Oh, love Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. And, you know, they haven't really used him great recently. You know what? He was trying to fix Baron Corbin. I don't even I, I couldn't even tell you what he's doing, you know, right now. So if we had the bet right now, does he go or does he stay? Brian? I'm going to say the momentum leans for go Adam Cole was one that I really thought was like a toss up of like, you've been treated so well at NXT and positioned so great that while you have so many ties to AEW, I get staying and and Kevin's been treated pretty well. He's been champion. He's had big feuds, Mm -hmm. but you know, he's never been positioned really as the guy, at least for not that long. Um, I, I think he might go too. I absolutely see it. Joe, does he go or does he stay? He goes. Kevin? He gone. <laughs> he gone. I want to say yes, he's going to go, but part of me feels like there is some loyalty to Vince McMahon that is going to keep him there. Maybe just like a two-year deal. Um, but at this rate, who knows, you know, you know, we're – you know, we're probably a few weeks away from, from, you know, Bray Wyatt's 90 days coming up. You know, is Bray Wyatt going to show up in AEW? Who else is going to go to AEW? And then, of course, next Tuesday is the debut of the new vision of NXT. You know, a lot of people are shitting all over. You know, I thought, it, the, you know, the logo just had a Nickelodeon feel to it. So um, we'll just have to see what happens to uh, NXT next week before we start judging. And, of course, next week, we will definitely be talking about that new NXT. Uh, but real quick, we're going to take a quick break. One of the things we did in Brian's Parts Unknown, we filmed some commercials for our What a Maneuver merch store. And if you're uh, watching on YouTube, enjoy the visual spectacular that is about to come your way. And if you're listening to the podcast and you want to see the video, go to our YouTube channel or social media at that WrestlePod and check this out. <laughs> I don't know if you know, That Wrestling Podcast has a store on whatamaneuver.net. And we've got it all. We've got t-shirts. we got the logo t-shirt. Oh, wait, what's this? we got the Bruise Next t-shirt. You can get it there. Whatamaneuver.net. Search at That Wrestling Pod. We've got t-shirts. We've got hoodies. Give me a hoodie. we got a hoodie right here. we got the logo hoodie. we got That Wrestling Podcast hoodie. We've got Bruise Next hoodie. And if you go to the store right now, hey, can we get that logo in right now? The TWP Hollywood logo is available right now at whatamaneuver.net, but that's not it. We got more. Give me this one. What's this? What we got here? We got a bruised neck tank top. 
We got the That Wrestling Podcast tank top. We got the Hollywood tank top. We've got onesies for men, women, children. No, because that's kind of weird if adults are wearing onesies. But for kids, infants, men, women, children, we got it all. Whatamaneuver.net, That Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, we've had the merch store for a few months now. And, you know, we've got some great shirts. What a Maneuver is one of those companies that they support the independent artist, whether you're a wrestler, you're a band, uh, you're a, a, a podcaster like us. You know, it doesn't cost anything to host your store there. It's just the, the fee to get your design up on their website. Whatamaneuver.net. Michael, the guy that runs it, has been awesome. And uh, you can go there and check out our shirts including the brand new TWP Hollywood that I don't know. Somebody says it looks like an NWO shirt, but I don't know. I don't know what they're <laughs> talking about, but the commercials. So Brian, you and I have been kind of brainstorming some stuff in recent weeks. Uh, you were the, the, the mastermind of, of all the commercials. Let's uh, you know, since we started doing the podcast, you've been playing around with some video stuff, trying to teach yourself. Like we all have what, uh, yeah. What, 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 what was what was your motivation? Yeah, well, we, we really wanted to try to create something that was reenacting those original NWO T-shirt commercials that had the beginning of the the following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Just you know, perfect of the gimmick at the time of these are the outsiders and they're not WCW contracted wrestlers. So we have something like that that we're going to do. It's going to have a look visually that's going to look similar to kind of how those commercials were. And then we put our own spin on it. We didn't want it just to you know, be word for word how those commercials were. So we got some funny little things that are going to tap into how each of us have kind of appeared on the show. So without giving too much away, stay tuned. They're coming. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. A real good time. And, you know, that one that you just saw or heard, was something I had thought about after like I was watching like late night TV and there was some old like crazy Eddie's discount stereo commercial where everything's gotta go, gotta go. That and like uh, Don West, when he would do the impact stuff, he'd be standing there, they, they would just be throwing shirts. It was kind of that idea. Uh, looking at it again, I probably should have scripted something out. That was literally just off the top of my head. And there were parts <laughs> you could tell. I didn't know what I was saying. So uh so Go we don't it. have onesies for men and women? <laughs> well, no, we don't, because that's weird. Um, but, you know, just saying it. Yeah. But some of the other ones, um, you know, those will be coming in the next couple weeks. So uh, enjoy that. And, uh, yeah, go to at that WrestlePod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube, and check out the uh, commercials and whatamaneuver.net to uh, pick up a shirt. We've got, you know, our, our logo tee. We've got the Bruise Next tee. And we also have the new TWP Hollywood shirt available right now. Uh, as we said earlier, this is not, this is more of just a weekend at Brian's kind of podcast talking about just some of the stuff <laughs> we did. And uh, we weren't going to do a five count, but Brian from the medical facility, I don't know if this was like <laughs> medically induced or, you know, thought of because of his meds. Yeah. Got a great idea for this week's five count. That Wrestling Podcast presents The Five Count. So this week's Five Count is the top five things, top five favorite things we experienced 
this weekend, and I will go first. I'm going to go first this time. So number five was something that I was the only person to see. And it's going to sound kind of snappy, but Brian and I have been friends for over 20 years now. And this is the first time I've seen Brian as a dad. Monday morning, uh, you guys had left Sunday night. Monday morning, uh, Brian's cooking breakfast and hanging out with his daughters. And uh, he was nice enough to get I mean, a Burger King sandwich for breakfast, a donut. But just seeing Brian <laughs> be dad, you know, singing songs about dinosaurs and, you know, just some of those kid things that like, and I even said to you, Brian, I'm like, wow, 20 years ago when you were thrown up in a studio garbage can, like <laughs> who'd have thought we'd get here? Don't kill my rep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, oh, Brian, 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 Brian being a dad was definitely uh, uh, number five for me. Number four had to be um, Adam Cole. You know, I know I jumped out of my seat and was so excited because for how many weeks have I been saying this is what I want to see? And I finally got it. And there was no and it was better because it was a surprise. My point taken a million percent because the Daniel Brian Danielson thing, we knew it was coming. We just didn't know it was coming that night. Uh, number three, Ruby Soho, a great debut. Uh, the music, you know, Tony, Tony Khan wants to just write that, write those checks to get those music rights. But I would think, I think it would be very smart in around Christmas time, they put out the first AEW, the music. Jungle Boy, they, they licensed uh, Judas, um, now they got Ruby Soho, CM Punk, throwing some of the originals from Mikey Ruckus. And you know the AEW fans would buy them. You know, put on vinyl, I'll buy it for sure. For sure. Uh, number two, the uh, Uber. I'm saying Uber in, uh, you know, finger quotes. So Brian lives in Kevin's hometown where Kevin grew up. Kevin's family still lives there. And uh, we went to the brewery. And Kevin's like, wait, I think my sister's in town. So Kevin called his sister to drive us around because we didn't want to have to pay for Ubers. And, uh, of course, all as we said earlier, all the breweries were closed except the one we were at. So we would like, just come back in an hour. She came back. Kev, your, your sister was just awesome. Yeah. So uh, I want her and your niece, you know, hopefully we didn't corrupt, you know, Bringing your niece to a bar on a Sunday afternoon, you know, not sure how that goes in the world of parenting, but uh, hanging out your sister doing that. That was cool. Number two, number one, honestly, another sappy moment. And, you know, I'm normally not so sad, but it was just being around you guys. Like I've got friends that I've been around, out, you know, where I live, but like, you know, you, we've been doing this for a year and a half on zoom. The first time being in one spot, man, whether it's at the bar, the house, whatever, man, it was awesome. Those are my five favorite Thanks. things from the weekend. We'll go to you, Kevin. We'll, we'll see what you got next. I uh, uh, Starting off number five, I put uh, experiencing Macho Man Shandy, uh, Shandy Savage for the first time and a collection of beers from Baffin. Uh, yeah. I, we, uh, Joe and I started off with a flight and went to the Shandy. Then I think I had a Nitro Porter and I had a Mickey uh, – Mickey Redman, uh, a Redman yeah. in there, a red, uh, red ale. And I left and I was, I was buzzing. So I, <laughs> it was a great time. Baffin, uh, Baffin Brewing Company. Uh, number four <clears throat> surprises, Adam Cole, you know, Brian Danielson, just both of them. I kind of touched base on how I thought it was awesome. How they both came after the main event 
So it was, it was still part of the show, but you know, it didn't affect any of the matches. What I really enjoyed. Uh, that was my number four, number three, uh, another part of the pay-per-view CM Punk match. I didn't really talk about it much during the show. I really, really enjoyed it. The crowd was absolutely hot. I was looking forward to it. You know, ever since he uh, joined AEW, I really wanted to see his match. I wanted to see everything about him. Uh, it's on my list whenever I buy the Britt Baker shirt. I'm probably going to buy the new CM Punk shirt. I did not <laughs> order it because the ringer shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, there's like a shortage of ringer shirts. So, and I just didn't want the solid white shirt. You know, it looked like it would be like, Purchase from like five below or something. So I'm keeping my out on when uh, our. You I better not let up. your kid hear you diss five below. <laughs> oh, I know. Brett <laughs> loves five below. Okay. He's gonna bust through that door in a second. Uh, What'd you think number- about five below? <laughs> <laughs> number two, Jay, you're a smart man because my number two is the same. I felt like uh, my sister was Trent's mom, the best, <laughs> the best friend, picking us up in the picking us up in the minivan and uh, nice. No, it, was, it was cool. And then the next day, I get a call. I'm, I'm uh, at home now in my parts unknown of the Midwest. My mom calls. She's like, oh, I hear you're back, back in home, our uh, home city. When, when are you going to come visit your mom? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not there anymore. My bad. I should have been like, new phone. Who dis? Yeah. <laughs> Meltzer so then, is reporting that Kevin's mom was going to change his name if he showed up at the house. So he decided to ditch him. Yeah. Uh, uh, funny. Then, and then number one, I uh, uh, not to sound sappy like you, Jay, but I just put hospitality. Uh, Brian, I, I marked down. A few notes. I just put awesome food. I ate your whole bag of Cool Ranch Dorito chips. <laughs> Sorry about that. Harper's uh, pissed. Yeah, Harper Har- Har- did uh, have yeah. a, a thing about that. Yeah, and then he I ate did, my chips. <laughs> I did uh, uh, spend the night, you know, in Joe's parts of un, uh, parts unknown, and we started the day there. Uh, within five minutes, me and him had a, a glass of bourbon, uh, Eagle Rare, uh, delicious bourbon. Never had it before. Heard of it. Never had it before. And then when we got back, I was like are we going to have a nightcap? Cause we said Ooh. we were going to have some of the Sinatra. Uh, uh, oh, Jack the Jack. Nice. So I've never, I've never had it. And he showed me the bottle. I was like, Oh, you have it open. And I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, maybe I'm not going to ask for it. Right. But I was like, but if he offers a little bit, I'll definitely have some. So we pull up into Joe's, uh, I think driveway, like, I don't know, not too late, but one o'clock in the morning or something. It was when you finally woke up. Yeah. It was when I woke up. Uh, and Joe's like, oh, we're not going to bed. And I was like thinking in my mind, I'm like, okay, perfect. I can finally have some of the Sinatra JD. And that shit is awesome. I understand why, why it's 200 bucks for the 175. Like it is so it's smooth. It. It's, it's so it. smooth. And I told Joe, I'm just like, I expected, you know, every, I've never had a Cabo Wobble was the first uh, alcohol, the tequila from uh, um, uh, Sammy, Hagar. Sammy Hagar that I, I've taken that didn't like have like uh, uh, an aftertaste or not like not an aftertaste, but like it tasted so smooth. This ranks best overall smoothness of an alcohol I've ever had. It was it was amazing. And that 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 in itself and Brian's on his end hospitality number one i've had my my sinatra jack and i have i've opened it i i've only had it a couple times in a couple years because it's a big bottle and it'll last me forever so 
Uh, Brian, what do you, uh, what do you got next? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that Cabo Wabo because I'm again, looking at Meltzer and he just tweeted that Bray Wyatt is out of a job. He's coming up with his new tequila. It's called Yowie Wowie. So make sure you look for that on your store shelves. You know, real oh. soon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Jokes are funny. All right. Um, okay. Let me get my notes here. Oh, there's the wrong button. All right. There's the right button. Um, okay. So my number five was the commercial shoot. So this uh. came together really nicely and, kind of how we planned out the day my initial thought was you know we're gonna get there we'll hang out for a minute and then we'll start that and and as the day went on it was like no let's go to the bar first then we'll maybe have some drinks in us and make it even more hilarious and that you're welcome that was my idea (laughs) that turned out to be the right move um i gotta say though like because i we we got home everybody was kind of settling in i was doing my final you know lookovers of the pork and everything and i kind of had to go like guys we got to do this like it's going to get dark and and like thankfully it all came together uh really nice and quickly and I think everybody is going to have a good little chat uh, chuckle when we get those out. (laughs) Um, My number four is my ankle injury, but not the injury itself, uh, but a a specific funny moment at the bar. So not, (laughs) not directly related, but I had another bug bite kind of just in the middle of my calf that I gave a scratch to, and it just immediately started bleeding. I'm like, Oh, God damn it. You know, what the hell? <laughs> so I, I got, I got like my little napkin out and I'm like trying to, you know, get the blood. It's like a paper cut where it's bleeding way too much for being like this little itty bitty thing. And, Hard way. Uh, and, yeah, and Jason looks, he's like, dude, what the fuck? Are you okay? And, uh, and it was like, don't you, don't you get that HIV on me, man. <laughs> and, and Kevin starts laughing. He's like, well, magic Johnson over here. <laughs> wow. and, and I had a line that, that cracked uh, Kevin up. I go, where's cookie? <laughs> <laughs> I well, may or may not have spit, spit up some of the Was gear. I at the yeah. bar at this time? I don't remember this. I don't, I don't know. You might not have been. Maybe you were getting the drink. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, think, so, I don't remember uh, this conversation. Yeah. I would have went like, oh. But then yeah. I start singing the You Got AIDS song from Family Guy, which none of you got because you're all Simpsons guys. So yeah. No, I would have uh, got you, that. I would have sang along you, with it. So I definitely you know was not there. Family uh, Guy, you know the You Got AIDS you got Not the age barbers, but full blown AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So that's number four. Hilarity don't ensues. After, don't get your HIV on me. Yeah. Hilarity ensues with injuries. T-shirt uh, coming to what a maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> my, my number three is the Adam Cole moment. I think we've covered that all. It was just, that was a great, great moment that you didn't really see coming and, and really was well done. Uh, my number two is what both you guys have said too: getting the rides. Uh, first off, shout out to uh, Jason's wife. She gave us a ride to the bar, and that was mm-hmm. very, very nice and accommodating. I had already removed the car seats from my car, thinking I was going to have to haul you guys around, so that turned out to be unnecessary. And, and yeah, Kevin, like when we got everything in motion for your sister to come, and then you kind of gave us the breakdown of like, guys, you know how I'm smiley? She's 10 times as smiley. And that's exactly <laughs> what the case was. She was so happy to be there and like so like excited to be chatting with all of us. And that was great. And saved us money too. So even, even better. Uh, and then my number one is, yeah, is hosting you guys. I'm just so appreciative of all of you guys coming all so far to, to my place. And um, it, it was just so funny how it turned out that the, the, now people don't know this, but when we went to Revolution, in Chicago in uh, February of, of 2020, like two weeks before the pandemic, 
I nearly didn't go because in the middle of the night uh, of that Friday, I got food poison. I got a stomach flu. Um, it had been going around in my, my family, my girls. And at like one, two in the morning, I ended up going to the bathroom and like passing out on the floor. And it was like, what the hell? Uh, but I was able to recover enough, thankfully, that I could get over to Joe's and we made the trip to Chicago. So fast forward now, here we go. I end up with yeah, this ankle. Brian for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I passed it on to Joe and Joe ever the gentleman the next day when he's like, anybody else feeling sick? And 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 uh, we were like, oh, we're OK. And and he said he'd been throwing up. And I said, well, you got that for me. OK, don't don't be nice and say, <laughs> say, yeah, who knows where I got it from? No, you got it for me because that's what happened. Um but so, yeah, so you fast forward now a year and a half later and what happens that Saturday, the day before the show, <laughs> my ankle blows up. My, my wife's texting you, Jay, to be like, he needs to go to the emergency room. Don't come ruin everything. But I powered through. I was I was happy to do it. And uh, we have dubbed uh, apparently <laughs> that there's a curse or, or some sort where uh, me and going to AEW events, us gathering for AEW events something fishy happens beforehand. Um, so we've labeled the, my exact condition with my ankle as cons disease. So <laughs> we powered through though. Yeah. Oh, a little note on that. The hospital that I was at did not have USA. So I couldn't even watch NXT. That's another side effect of cons disease. disease. You don't even want you watching NXT to begin with or raw if I was there on uh, on Monday. But no, I'm so glad. I'm thankful you guys came. I'm glad you enjoyed the food. The night was great. So glad it all went down. So that's my number one. Yeah. Next time, you know, whether it's Kev, you know, wherever. I mean, I would love for you guys to come out, but I'm, I'm the furthest away. But uh you know, we do a three or four day weekend out here, man, re revolving around a wrestling show. that's not WrestleMania, which will be coming in two years. But yeah. that's besides the point. Uh, maybe I just kind of gave it away where just, I live. Just but anyway, a heads up. My sister won't be able to drop us back off at your house. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife will be here. So that's a hell you know, of Uber that, is yeah. that is true. Uh, all right. I don't Joe. know how the cookies are going to travel, but we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> not Magic Johnson's cookie. <laughs> the, the, oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good, Joe. All right, my, my five count is basically uh, each one is an uh, individual. So I'll start with the uh, mind first. Number five, bourbon with Kevin. Like drinking before, yeah. like having an Eagle Rare beforehand, just one glass because uh, it's a new one for me. It's really hyped. I think Rabbit Hole is better if you've ever had that, but <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah, that's the name of the bourbon. I didn't name it. <laughs> but then coming back home, of course, Kevin, here's the thing. Not a lot of whiskey drinkers around me in this parts of unknown. So I love sharing the Sinatra Jack. That's why I always have two of them. One that's open and one ready as a backup. I know it's like, but sometimes it's like Brian says, sometimes you got to just pay for the good beer. I'm in the mindset of you got to pay for good uh whiskey yep. so. you need to go you need to go check the box i actually took the half open bottle with me oh <laughs> nice <laughs> well, then, it wasn't, you put like it wasn't a shoe much. in there now to, to equal out the weight <laughs> there wasn't much left and i almost like recommended i'm like hey let's have one more because i had the uh golden jack too the uh maple oak one uh, mm. new one as well i just bought that but kevin was so done for the night at that point yeah. that i don't think he could have handled one more so that's my number five it's one that focuses on me number four 
I call this one Wrestle Dad, and that goes to Jason. I don't know if you remember this, Jason, but it cracked me up. Brian's youngest daughter, like, hit his oldest daughter, like, a little bit on the knee. And then the oldest one, Harper, just started crying. Jason's response to that was, yeah, nice sell job, Harper. I'm like, that's <laughs> such a wrestling term that only Jason can pull off. So, that's awesome. Uh, that's a, only, do you remember that? I do, I do. Okay. We, it, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, because like she barely hit her, but then Harper just starts screaming and going, she hit me. And you just, your yeah. response was, nice sell job. <laughs> so I was like, yep. That's, I didn't know that that's, one. That's, that's Jason as a dad. Well, because you were taking care of it to go and like, oh, you're fine, honey. But Jason's yeah, yeah. like calling her out for a bad sell job. Ottomania, Harper. Whatever. Uh, number three would be, it only makes sense if it's Kevin saying it. Calling your sister and the first thing you say is, hey, girl. <laughs> it only makes sense if you know Kevin. Like, uh, I, I have fun. a sister. I would never call her up going, Hey girl, no, that's stupid. I don't have Kevin a sister, and I would never times. call someone and say, "Hey girl." You said it numerous times. Yeah. And I was like, "I and to your niece, and to your niece, it makes yeah, sense." I, though. if you know she's what twelve, you don't question it. Yeah. Hey, okay. Number uh, drunk. Number two. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No, no, what? no. That's not when you're drunk because you you said it to my wife when we were in Vegas two weeks ago. And you I'm weren't sure drunk. Drunk, drunk the there. entire time. Oh, I, yeah, not hey, the entire am, time. And I okay. sober or, or drunk. Hey girl, hey, it is. Hey girl. T- hey girl. T hey shirt coming to whatamaneuver.net. <laughs> Kevin says, hey girl. Uh, number two is Brian, Brian the writer, Brian the host. Brian's scripts. I'm like, wow, we all have like two words or three lines. So he has a lot of uh Basically, yeah, he's just thinking like I don't think we are actors, and we are not, so Keep it all it works simple. out. I, of course, we were all basically going, "What's my motivation?" I'm going back to my trailer, trying to be divas during the right. whole thing. But Brian did a great job with that, and the pulled pork, perfect. I thought you also had the variety of different barbecue sauces to put on there. Yeah. I chose the spicy because I like the hot barbecue sauce. Nice, and with a, a spoonful of uh, the coleslaw on top of it to even it out so yeah my my sandwiches were all that like spicy but with a little bit of cool in the middle so uh brian great job especially doing it on one leg <laughs> yeah the one-legged chef over here the one-legged chef and number one was i'm the, we I'm the zach gowan of the cooking world yes <laughs> number one who gets that reference we were, wow. we were all together i know jason i'm stealing yours but number one we was all yeah. we were all together and actually watched a good pay-per-view too yeah even the bad matches were good what were the bad matches joe uh the bad matches were paul white qt marshall nobody watched it no oh i did but it was only like three and a half minutes long. And I I thought the uh, Battle Royal was average at best, but oh, Ruby Soho like was a big a good moment. moment. And, yeah. and yeah. her face like made the whole thing. But unfortunately, I have to give a down with the fact that I had that Ransom song, Ransom oh song my in my God. head all day the next day. All Still do. Time. Still yeah, do I'll now. Do. It's a great song. song. I'm not mad at it, but all the time now. Yep. Yeah. And Kevin, you still have to buy the Britt Baker shirt because you said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll let you hit purchase on my phone at the pay-per-view. And you did not. And normally at this point, we would 
play the sounder to, for you to tell us your five count, but you weren't with us, so we're not right. doing that. Uh, don't forget to follow the show on social media at that wrestle pod. Again, what a maneuver.net to pick up all the shirts, including the new Hollywood shirt. Uh, great hang over the weekend guys. Great hang right now on the podcast. Thanks to dangerous Darren for the voiceover. We are wasted for the entrance music you for listening. And we will talk to you next week on that wrestling podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs>